So this morning, I'd like to tell you a story, and the story was uh, told by a Unitarian Universalist minister named Christopher Buse. But in order for me to tell the story, I need you guys to help me out. So there's a few things in the story that I need you to do. So at one point in the story, I want us all to raise one hand and drop it onto our knee like this. Okay, but we got to do it all together. So one, two, three. Beautiful. All right, now we're going to do it twice. Two hands. Ready? One, two, three. Perfect. And then we're going to do it a bunch of times. Ready? Some might go slow. Some might go fast. Find your rhythm. Don't match your neighbor's rhythm. Perfect. All right. And then we need to create the sound of the wind. So we're going to start with our hands. And maybe some of us will add a little shh. This is going to be an important wind. It's going to be a charged full wind. So shh. We got to do a lot of work with this wind. Come on. All right, a little bit more. It's a small crowd. We got to get it going. Okay, good. Those are your parts. I'll cue you when you need them. (laughs) So the story occurs once upon a time, as all really good stories do, a long, long time ago. But I need you to know that it happened not far from where you're sitting now, in one of these beautiful valleys that we get to drive through and live in every day. One of these gorgeous valleys of this part of Pennsylvania. And the story is about my friend Higgins. And Higgins is a drop of water. And he lives in this valley. But there's something wrong. Because in this valley, it hasn't rained for a very long time. So long that nobody remembers the last time it had rained. And all the grass in the valley had dried up and turned brown and when you walked on it, you get that <laughs> sound. And the flowers, most of them hadn't bloomed. And those that had, had kind of half-heartedly bloomed, lost their color, and faded. And the trees, these magnificent trees, were all broken and tired. And their limbs hanging to the ground, their leaves just barely hanging on. And at night, Higgins would go to sleep and he would dream. And in Higgins' dream, the valley was lush. It was green and it was bursting with beautiful colors from the flowers. And these trees, the trees would be standing up tall and leaves facing the sun. But when he woke up, Every morning, he'd look out on the valley, and it was, it was just not that way. His valley was suffering. His valley was broken. And he thought, you know, something's got to be done. So he'd go to his friends. He went to his friends, all the other drops of water. And he says, look at our valley. There's something wrong. It is suffering. We can do something. We've got to do something. And his friends looked at him. And said, whatever. (laughs) Dude, you are a drop of water. What do you think you can do to heal this valley? You can't do anything. You're a drop of water. 
Get your head out of the clouds. Stop your dreaming. And get back down to earth, Higgins. You're a fool. That was pretty discouraging for our friend Higgins, right? But he thought, you know, there's got to be something we can do. If I can only think of what it is. And he, you know, he walked away and was thinking and... And he saw this old, this old bucket, this old kind of rusty bucket. And he had an idea. He had this great idea. So he goes running back to his friends and he says, I got it. I got it. I know what we can do. If enough of us, if just enough of us get into this bucket, maybe there will be enough water to sprinkle on just these flowers right here. We may not be able to solve the whole problem. We may not be able to heal our whole valley, but we, we can fix this right here. Just enough of us in the bucket. We can sprink, be sprinkled on, this wa- on these flowers and they'll bloom again. And his friends thought, ah, no, not a chance. <laughs> Higgins, you're an idiot. You are a drop of water. Get that through your little head. There's nothing you can do. And Higgins said, I don't believe it. I'm going to get in that bucket, and I hope you all get in that bucket with me. And so Higgins takes a few steps back, and he goes running, and he jumps up into the air, and it's this beautiful arc, and everybody gets their hand ready. And then Higgins has fallen into the bucket, and then one, two, three, lands in the bucket. He made it. And he's in the bucket. There he is. All alone. <laughs> just, a, just a drop in the bucket. <laughs> and he waited. A very long time. And all his friends were over here going, huh, whatever. (laughs) And they started walking off on their own. But as they did so, they looked out onto the valley, the valley that was their home. And they saw the grass that was brown and brittle and broken and the flowers that hadn't bloomed and the trees that were leaning to the ground and the leaves that were barely hanging on. And they thought, you know... Higgins is kind of crazy, but he had a point. There is something wrong here. But what do we do about it? How can we solve this problem? And this voice from the back of the crowd of water droplets says, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to get in the bucket with Higgins. And she runs through all the water. The water's parting around her, and she jumps up in the air. There's a big arc, and she's going down, and she goes... And she gets in the bucket with her friend, Higgins. And then two of her friends next to her come running across and go, wait for us, we got to go too. And they jump up and it's like synchronized diving and they're going down and they're going down and... Tuba. More. 
And then all of a sudden there's this movement and all the water droplets are running towards the bucket. They're all jumping in and they're going in the bucket and they're laying in the bucket and they start going and then it gets going and the bucket's getting full up and we need another bucket. We need a lot more buckets. The tech team, give me buckets and we got to fill up all these buckets, folks. We got to keep going. There's hundreds of buckets. There's thousands of buckets. Let's go. Come on. Well Springs. Good. We had thousands of buckets full of water. And then it gets real quiet. It's real quiet. And you hear this voice say, Higgins, what do we do now? And Higgins says, shh, listen. Do you hear it? And this wind, this breeze starts flowing over the hills and into the valley. This breeze, this charged full breeze, And it grows stronger and stronger. And the breeze comes down. And it it hits the buckets and knocks them all over. And all the water flows out of the buckets and forms this beautiful stream. This beautiful stream that runs down through the valley. And everywhere the stream touched, the grass once again turned green. The flowers bloomed in all the colors in yellows and purples and whites and gold. And the trees, the trees stretched up their limbs, reaching their leaves to face the sun again. And it was beautiful. And all of this happened because Higgins had a dream and he knew You know, as a drop of water, I may not be able to do much. But if enough of us drops of water get into this bucket and we gather enough buckets and we get pushed by a charged full wind, we can change the world. We can heal our world. And indeed, dear Higgins, that's the only thing that ever has. Amen, Higgins. Amen. I'd like to invite our folks that are going to hand out our bubbles to start handing them out. And I ask you just to hold on to them for a few moments. And then we'll gather again in just a second. The wind of your breath isn't going to make bubbles just quite yet. So just hold on. (laughs) Now you're chomping at the bit. The story of Higgins reminds me of a great old Zen saying that says enlightenment is like the moment when the wave recognizes that it is the ocean. Enlightenment is like the moment when the wave recognizes that it is the ocean. It is the moment when Higgins recognizes that although he's just at first a drop in the bucket, in fact, he's been water all along. I love this story because as much as it's a hero story... It's something better than that, better than a hero story, because so often hero stories are just about one person, one drop, one of us as an individual. But even better than a hero story, you know what the story is? It's a homecoming story. 
It's that moment when Higgins and all the other drops recognize that they belong together. When we recognize that we belong together and we are already the water. Think about that. Belonging is not something that we get to. It's something that we already are. That's the only reason that this bucket and Higgins and all his other buddies within it could do their amazing work. They were already the water. And if we think that we know we are already the water and that we already belong and we already have the strength of all of us just waiting to be released, we can do amazing things in this life. Even if this is your first Sunday at Wellsprings, even if you've been at Wellsprings since the very, very beginning, today's a homecoming. Whether or not you're a member here, that's immaterial. The homecoming is to this moment, to this day, to recognize that we are already the water and we already belong. And when we live in this way, what we get to do is we get to flourish. That's the best news. That's better than any individual hero. That's a homecoming. And so we're going to engage in a homecoming ritual right now. If you may have been part of other congregations, they can sometimes call this Sunday, this Sunday after Labor Day, water communion. It's a nice ritual. People kind of gather the waters that maybe it's their pool or, you know, maybe they've been off in the Mediterranean or maybe they've been down in the streams and the rivers and the creeks throughout the summer. And they bring the waters back in and they pour them into one big urn. The only problem is the water just sits there. Water that just sits there eventually evaporates or stagnates. This is why every Sunday, every year on this Sunday at Wellsprings, we're going to do what I'm going to invite you to do right now, which is to blow bubbles. Wellsprings is a verb, by the way. It's not a noun. Let's remember that we belong. And when we belong, our only job is to share our light, to share our belonging, To share our love, our joy, and yes, our bubbles as well. So blow those bubbles high. Stand up. Blow them in each other's faces. Not if you're siblings, though. So I'll start a fight. And just share your bubbles because your bubbles belong to all of us. And we are already the water. Everyone stand up and blow those bubbles. I don't have one. I see a few of us may need a little reminder in the ways of joy and kiddom, so, you know, this is good practice. All right, I'm going to ask us all to come back and be seated just for a moment for a little time of prayer. But here's the thing. This is going to be perhaps the only time in your life when you're invited to make blowing bubbles your prayer. So I'm going to speak. None of the rest of you have to speak. Keep blowing your bubbles. Prayer that doesn't leave any room for there to be fun and joy and mirth is not real prayer. A great source of belonging. Divine presence that invites us to know that we are already the water. That Higgins was already the water. He was just waiting to find his other drops. However we are this day, whether feeling lonely or isolated or together and connected, may we know the vast power of living charged full with the charge of the soul is always present within us. 
May we see these bubbles and know these bubbles that we send forth as putting our lives out just one step in front of us. May we follow these bubbles into lives of joy, of sharing, of connection, and of love. Amen. Amen. And may we all live in blessing.